0: Look, I got a testimony, I got to tell him what God did, I'm calling God the homie, he took me out of the mosh pit, I will contest the phonies, separate demons and God's kids, I got to spread his word, so I'ma show you who the God is, the word is my weapon, I move like a general. Hi everybody and welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me, I'm your host JJ, I'm so glad to have you walking with me today as we walk with Christ. Thank you for downloading and sharing this episodes. And thank you for all of the uh, visits to my sponsors that I've been seeing and I've been hearing about uh, the also we have uh, that sponsor with the Templar Chronicles one new players, that book is amazing in the fact that it, it has actually uh, messages that we need in today's world and it is fiction so it's not like it's not like a documentary or something like that but uh thank you so much for visiting those sponsors thank you for visiting true bars he's a lyricist he is in his uh he's on his journey now to finding god or actually his path to salvation because i always say that god is a loss i and, and i'm starting to kind of develop a Uh, kind of a way against saying I found God because God wasn't lost we are so thank you all for uh, visiting that sponsor and Exquisite Creations if you have TikTok or social media um, I think she does have TikTok I don't have TikTok but I have my own reasons for that we're not going to go into it on this podcast Uh, thank you so much again for listening downloading sharing It's, it's not about me it's about you and it's about God and I just sit here behind the microphone for a couple of moments every week. And we talk about this thing we call the Bible and how to apply it to everyday life. Well, all right. So thank you so much for joining again. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciate you being here. If you were here the last few weeks, we were talking about the tabernacle that God had the children of Israel built. And we talked about various aspects of it and what how it's supposed to work and who's supposed to do what and how basically we were kind of covering it at kind of like a bird's eye view. And so today we're going to wrap up this, this section of the tabernacle, and then we're going to move into other things. But there was one very important thing that we have to discover why did god build it that way if you've noticed we never really talked about the outside walls we never talked about how it looked from a distance and we sort of naturally assume i think that it would look like any magnificent cathedral that could be built by man's hands we would think it'd be have all the stained glass windows and but even though we talked about light from the outside wasn't getting in and that you know there were, it was a thick veil you had to go through and all of that we talked about that. Um, but how does it look from the outside? and why did God build it this way? Why did God tell people to build it this way? Well there's a huge reason for that because not only was the tabernacle designed to give you sort of an idea of what church would be like. But more importantly, it was literally giving you the the, the blueprint and the plan of salvation through Jesus. And, and, I, and just walk with me on this, because you're probably looking at your headset, you're looking at your phone, you're looking at your tablet, going, what? And we're going to go through a lot of scripture on this today. And for the sake of time, Um, I'm going to read a few of the scriptures and and basically, you know, I would encourage you to take notes on this one. If you're not taking notes on the other episodes, I would highly suggest you take notes on this one Um, because it's going to cover things that uh, have to be studied out. And I really would want you to pray over it to so that you can get the full revelation of what's going on. All right. So. The mission and of the ob- and the object of the law that, that we're talking about here. And by the law, we're not talking about the law of sin. We're talking about the law of sacrifice. And it's important to make a distinction of the law of sin and the law of sacrifice because the first thing Jesus would say quite a few times is, I came not to, dis- to destroy the law, but fulfill the law. Well, that doesn't mean that nothing was sin after Jesus came it was talking about how to he was talking about how to uh, receive atonement for your sin and this is very important to have that distinction between the law of sin like this is sin and this is wrong and this is good and this is bad versus how do you make it up to God and what God's plan of redemption was because at this point what you'll see as we we talked about you know the scapegoat and all of that the priest went in once a year it was basically rolling your sins forward you had an, a, a kind of like uh, a grace period and this is where the term grace comes from and we will do a whole set um, episode again about the difference between grace and mercy and the one thing that we have to understand is that You're basically rolling your sins forward for one year until the priest can go back in and do the process correctly. And this was a continuous process because the blood of animals could not sufficiently cover the sins of man. We're going to talk about that. So the first uh, set of scriptures we're going to talk about today is Galatians chapter 3. And yep, you know the deal we talk about a scripture, your homework assignment is always to read a verse or two above, the verse or two below, but preferably the whole chapter. And we're going to do a, take some scriptures out of a whole chapter today. So just be ready. And this is why that's important. The so Galatians three 24 says, wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. Wait a minute the law, and by that law we're talking about the law of sacrifice was our schoolmaster was kind of like a an outline a, a guideline as to why why Christ was so important in the plan of salvation Jesus was literally the, the entire embodiment of the tabernacle in the flesh and This is why God had it it built this way. And if you read accounts of the crucifixion, you read it very carefully. Right about the time it went dark, the veil was rent, was torn in half from the outside that was separating the the Holy of Holies from the outside. Because that law of sacrifice, that law was being fulfilled while Jesus was dying on the cross for you and me. And in Matthew uh, 121, Matthew chapter 1, we're going to look at verses 21 and 23. Again, with the same rule of reading the whole chapter. Well, preferably the whole chapter. And she shall bring forth the Son, and they shall call his name Jesus. He shall save his people from their sins. Remember, the whole idea of the tabernacle was about getting your sins rolled forward so that you would not be judged by them or for them. So, in You were rolling this forward to salvation. And in verse 23, it goes back to saying it again a virgin who shall be with child, and she shall bring forth the son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted God with us. Let's stop right there. I thought we were just talking about Jesus. That's right. Because God is Jesus is God manifesting the Many times, Jesus was going to get stoned. And the reason why Jesus was going to get stoned by some of the Pharisees and scholars, because they knew exactly that Jesus was co- referring to himself as God. All power is given unto me. Well, if all power is given unto Jesus, then God has no power. In another section, and we'll talk more about it, but I'm just sort of giving you kind of a, an overview. In another, it talks about, well, Jesus faked this in the Spirit because the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified see this is all manifestations of the same godly spirit uh, in Colossians 1 uh, 14 and 15 it says in whom we have redemption through his blood whose blood? Jesus' blood in the forgiveness of sins who is the image of The invisible God, the how do you have an image of something that's invisible? God is a spirit, they that worship Him must worship him in spirit and in truth because this God is an invisible God. So, what is our what is the thing that we look at when Jesus is being God manifest in the flesh? That's how it is. Um, and it, is the firstborn of every creature in 1 Timothy 3.16. I'm really trying to hurry along because there's a lot of stuff we gotta cover. First Timothy 3.16. And without controversy, here it is. Get ready. Alright? Because we're gonna I'm gonna hit you with some something that I'm gonna have to quiz you on as soon as I do it. 1 Timothy 3.16. And without controversy, the great is the mystery of God. God was manifest in the flesh. Okay, I just we just went over that. Justified in the spirit. Seen of angels. Who was seen of angels? God was seen of angels. Who was preaching to the Gentiles? Jesus was preaching to the Gentiles. Believed on in the world? Who was believed on in the world? Jesus. Who was received up into glory? God was not received up into glory. Jesus was. After he was resurrected and walked around for a while and and Thomas had to look at the scars and stuff. Jesus was received up in the glory. So therefore Jesus is God manifest in the flesh as it says right in the very beginning. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Now when you consider that I'm not i I really gonna struggle not to read this entire chapter to you guys even though it's one of the chapters that I really love reading because of what it means Hebrews chapter 9 okay but we're going to talk about verse 15 and well verse 11 uh to about 14 but I really in order to truly understand what we're talking about here please read the whole chapter several times so Hebrews chapter 9 verse 11 well, Christ being come to an high priest of good things to come remember we were talking about the high priest Christ being coming and an, a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands so the, this tabernacle that God had told Israel to build Jesus was going to be a better tabernacle because it wasn't made with hands that is to say, not of this building. Neither by the blood of goats and calves. This is verse twelve. This is very important. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered in once, not once a year, but once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For is the blood and goats and the ashes the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of peifers sprinkling in the unclean, sanctifying to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. JJ, what the heck did you just say? The reason why we don't have to go in and offer goats and and go and see a high priest once a year is because we have a high priest that high priest is jesus and when he went and he hung on the cross he was the lamb of god the lamb of god We say it all the time when he did that when god did that for us through sinless blood because jesus had never sinned you got to be very careful because a lot of times Little doctors that creep in that Jesus had a girlfriend, Jesus was I've seen some really weird things over the last six months, people accusing Jesus of being confused, if you know what I mean. But this is not true because Jesus never sinned. He never sinned. He was sinless blood. And that's why it was his blood was able to cover all of our sins in perpetuity okay so when he went into the he was the high priest going in to offer his own blood which had never sinned and was therefore redemption God right there did away with the need of the tabernacle as it was built then because all you have to do now is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and believing on the Lord Jesus Christ will require you to be um, to be repentant of your sins to be baptized in his name and getting the Holy Ghost I'm going to say that again because I kind of stumbled a little bit believing in the Lord Jesus Christ is great but believing in the Lord Jesus Christ will require you to repent of your sins turn away from them get baptized in Jesus name in the name of Jesus not the title's of whatever, because you can have forty different titles and it not mean anything. In the name of Jesus Christ, and then get the Holy. Ghost So there we got it. But not only that, the Bible was even more specific because we go on. and We come back to Isaiah fifty-three. This is this is the the great prophet Isaiah foretelling. Of why the, the temple the tabernacle was built the way it was uh, 53 and uh, let's go with verse 2 he shall grow up before him a tender plant a root out of the dry ground he shall have no form or comeliness if you read the account of how the temple, the tabernacle was built remember it wasn't with stained glass windows and pretty chairs and all that, it literally looked like an animal turned inside out. It, it had skins and it was it was drab. It was it, it didn't have anything great. The priests had stuff on them, but the outside of the tabernacle it was supposed to be as unattractive as possible because your idea was not to look at this thing and say, "Ooh, what a pretty building." You were going there for the salvation that was in the mercy seat. Now the, the mercy seat was gold. It was taken and made with great care. It was there was a lot of work that went into building the holiest of holies. God was very specific. This is what should be there. We'll uh, talk. Verse three, fifty-three and three. Is there. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow, appointed with. It, as it were our faces from him he was despised we esteemed him not we are still talking about Jesus but we're also talking about being able to look at that tabernacle and say Ugh, that thing looks loose it doesn't look pretty and you could not uh, you could not look at that thing and say oh that was that looks nice it's just like Jesus. You could not look at Jesus and say, "Ooh, he's handsome." He was a no-nonsense. God had manifested Himself in a no-nonsense way. Verse seven, and I really want you to read it together. First, um, verse, uh, verse one through ten, but just for the sake of time, I'm going to jump over to verse seven. He was a cross. And he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. Where did you slaughter the lamb? At the tabernacle. He was the sacrifice. He was the sac- his sacrifice in his tabernacle. Now, wrap your mind around that and watch it explode. Poof. in verse 8 he was taken from prison and from judgment and who shall declare his generation for he was cut out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people was he stricken and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence neither was there any deceit in his mouth let's stop right there you know back in the day in during this Isaiah's day even during Jesus's day uh, you had, you had different burial places depending on where you were in society. Jesus himself did not get up and go to a job and clock in, clock in and out. His job was to preach the gospel. His job, the, and, and by his job, I don't want to confuse you. By his job, I mean the manly. Manifestation of God. The, the the part that that said, "God, why have you forsaken me?" His fleshly part. Um, the, the guy, the, the, the part that was sleeping in the bottom of the boat when Peter was panicking. See, God didn't need to sleep, but that part of his physical being was asleep. So this part was not comely. This part was not. Uh, his part was subject to to the laws that God had already made concerning human flesh. Let's just put it that way. Let's just make it simple like that. Yet it pleased God, the Lord, to bruise him and to put him to peace. And when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, you shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his. Pleasure of the Lord, Death, Burial, and Resurrection. What we've talked about off and on through this entire podcast. Death, burial, and resurrection. Now, I employ I you to read that entire section. Hebrews chapter 9 and Isaiah 53, 1-10. Keep in mind, if you have questions about it, feel free. Just, just like we talked about before, just feel free. Uh, email me or walk with me at bibleslayer.com, and I'll tell you. If you ask me a question that that stumps me, I'll tell you. You know what? Let me pray about it, and uh, I will get back to you. Or, or if it's an involved question like that, I may have to do some study, and then I may even make a whole episode, like we did the Easter Resurrection Day last week. The whole purpose is to understand what the, why Jesus. Was Jesus, what his entire purpose was. There's so many facets to that. It's not just some guy that was walking around throwing flower petals and riding a donkey and then got nailed to a cross. There were so many things that God had, had done. For, for instance, God showed us in the outline when he told Abraham to go kill Isaac. And he called Isaac. And though there was such a person named Ishmael, he called Isaac his only son. Why? God was showing Abraham what God's salvation for us was going to be. And, and thankfully, God, you know, God was just testing Adam's faith. And he's, you know, and, and that's probably where God was like, No, God, yeah, I'm going to save these people. I'm, I'm going to come in sacrifice myself it was like you know you can't sacrifice another person because that would actually be murdered so that being said uh, there's going to be so much more and I, I know I probably left you with more questions and answers just because this is I put a lot into this particular uh, episode but like I said we're going to talk more about the correlation between the tabernacle and Jesus, and why God had the tabernacle built this way, and this is and, and what that meant going forward. You could talk more about other things, you know. So, uh, don't forget to you know stick with us and we'll come back to us next week. Thank you so much for taking your time and spending with us today, walking in the Lord, walking in the Bible here. Again, my name is JJ. I'm your host for this podcast. Walk with me. Like it, share it, download it, whatever options you have on the platform that you are listening to us on. I appreciate it. I really do. Tell it to someone else. You may actually be helping them as well. Check on them. Make sure you give them your love. Give them our love because we are a family of walkers here and I really do appreciate it. Thank God for each and every one of you I love you all. God bless you. All right. Yeah. True. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I'm gonna do, give me your reason. Give me a reason. I gotta a words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me your reason.